You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to the Grox Nights, the Grox Podcast Live Show. I'm Randy. I'm Melanie. And I'm Jesse. And tonight, Nicolas Cage has lost his pig. The Evil Dead rise. And Batman will do anything for love. <laughs> but he won't do that. <laughs> but first, what's going on, everybody? How are you two? How are my lovely co-hosts? Um, hot. Yeah. Right. Hot. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's an advantage to being a horrible night owl. I slept through most of the day. So, um, oh, it'll be hot all night. <laughs> it's not going <laughs> to cool down much. That's true. A meat, Paul. Hey, what's up, Paul, by the way? A meatloaf reference. I can dig it. I debated because that's such, in my mind, that's such a tired reference, but only like, to us. <laughs> like was, to to other people, it's like, what are you talking about? That's a good point. That's a good point. It's probably our age, and I got to remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's younger people now. <laughs> well, I played through. I played with a couple ideas. I was like, yeah, the world's greatest detective can't find his way south, or something. <laughs> you know, whatever. But yeah. it felt more lewd, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much we can, or I don't know if we can go with that much into that story, but. Mm-hmm. There's really not much to it. Yeah, uh, the internet has dissected it quite uh, generously uh, already. So I was going to say the story is more the internet's reaction to it than it itself. I think. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's definitely one of those things where it's kind of like, well, it's been beat to death already. It was fresh when I shared it with you guys. Twitter was all about it one evening, and I was like, "What's this? Right. Why's why's why is Batman trending?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> not for reasons you'd expect yeah <laughs> that's a weird mashup paul but it's all right i like it i can't i'm not gonna even gonna re- i'm just gonna say ryan wow. that happened yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's Why? a callback it's several references it's What's ryan's problem <sighs> listen it's too early to get to derail this train mm-hmm However, I've been watching some Doctor Who. I'm just saying. Uh-oh. <laughs> I've been watching some Doctor Who. I started Tenet. I, I put it on the second screen. I haven't been paying full attention, which is generally not how I watch things. But second screen while I'm gaming and stuff. And uh, season two, because I had jumped around previously around nine, you know, revisited random episodes. And I was like, I'm just going to put on, uh, I guess, season two of the new series. We'll just start there. And uh, it's interesting. It's interesting to revisit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, again, it just, I really wish. I was telling Melanie, I was, I was like, I was mildly upset because I was like, every time I'm like, I'll watch an episode, I'd be like, oh yeah, this episode was great. Man, the Russell T. Davies, Davies era is, was, was pretty good. And then I'll look and be like, oh no, Moffat wrote it. God dang it. Yeah. But that's just further proof that. It's a conversation we've had a million times over literally like the seven years that the podcast has been going. 
But the other day I was tell, talking to Melanie. I was like, you know, Moffat, he just, he needed, to, he's an M. Night Shyamalan. He mm-hmm. needs someone to keep him in check. He, he can't be left to his own devices. He has amazing ideas. I mean, they're not entirely original ideas. In fact, he recycled a lot of his own ideas, but that weren't really his own ideas for his, his run. But mm-hmm. you make him showrunner and he has total control and like, then his like weaknesses become apparent, I feel. Yeah. I, can I, I want to comment on Spana's comment. She said, um, see, you do other stuff while watching TV. You become so productive. But I would like to point out that Randall was actually re-watching something he's already watched at least twice. Um, and that's a little different. You can't give your full attention to something you've never seen if, if you're busy doing other stuff. 100%, Melanie. Yeah. If there's something, for example, anything we ever review on the show or when I was doing Cinematic Universe, I always, I mean, that's just anything. If I, there's a movie I'm going to watch or a show I want to watch that I've never seen before, I, I don't play on the phone. I don't do none of mm-hmm. that. I, I, and I generally don't do it on my computer either. I'll do it, you know, in the living room. And that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm going to watch it. And that's what I'm paying attention to. And if it's not going to hold my attention, why am I wasting my time with it in the first place? Mm-hmm. Um, the, I will have lots of like YouTube going on another, on the other screen when I'm doing stuff. Or usually it's not even, usually I don't even do shows like Doctor Who. Usually it's just YouTube videos or something that's very talky that I can absorb most of the material that way or you know like podcasts so mm-hmm. it, anyway uh face a bow the uh <laughs> classic stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> i i was enjoying it i was enjoying it uh the, the girl the woman in the fireplace uh basically proto amy pond mm-hmm. right is an amazingly crushing episode and also kind of super creepy Moffat has a thing for that certain creepy trope of uh-huh. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be as say it as much as like as extremely, I'm not going to pl- word it the way I did when I was telling Melanie about it the other day, but uh, Woody Allen comes to mind. I'm like, well, this is a weird, weird thing. He's got like mm-hmm. a recurring trend. Right. Anyway. Yeah. I st- they get older, I stay the same age. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, anyway, total side tangent. That reminds me. Let's hit it. Let's hit Let's turn an alarm on. Oh, yeah. Um, one, one hour? One hour from now? Or yeah. like yeah, one hour minus me. seven minutes? Just one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. None of this matters. For, for the audience, if you weren't here, uh, we've incorporated a timer so that mm-hmm. we get to the point. Right. Yeah, it's a straight up alarm. It goes off. It's like get off, get off, get off the show. Mm-hmm. It's the only way we can do it now. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you guys have anything interesting happen to you guys? I, I feel like I my Doctor Who talk was, I guess, my catching up with Randy. Well, I think that we should congratulate um, Jesse. Yes. For his um, new uh, career move that was recently announced, so congratulations, Jesse! I hope it I hope it's wonderful. Well, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, for people who don't know, I am changing school districts, so I'll be moving to a different situation next year. So mm-hmm. he's still dancing on the weekends, though. Yep. <laughs> 
Just not, not in any of the places you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> I only go to trashy joints. Jesse's classy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they wear suits. Uh, Savannah watched a streetcar named Desire, which I think is something I've seen. I know it's Marlon Brando, but for whatever reason, I always get that movie and On the Waterfront mixed up but on the waterfront is the one i'm very familiar with i've seen it multiple times mm-hmm. streetcar named desire I, I i can't place what happens in that other than stella i have never watched either if you're gonna watch an old movie that i've seen you should watch cat on a hot tin roof and that's just because paul newman's super hot but other than that it's, it's no all. i don't know cat no, no i don't know no cat in the hot tin, on the hot that tin was roof. his job you watch you watch butch <laughs> if you want hot paul newman watch butch cassidy and sundance kid Okay, watch Butch, Butch Cassidy and Sunday kids. Sundance Kids. <laughs> the Sundance Kids. I like that. It's like the the uh, <laughs> Saturday morning show version of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Raindrops. Okay. Uh, oh, and one other thing, then we'll jump into our couple of short news stories before talking about Loki, in case you were unclear on what we were actually talking about tonight. Yeah. Uh, I believe, yes, we are this the podcast is fully vaxxed now. We are all fully vaxxed. Yep. Well, Melanie has the couple of weeks to till she can go maskless in public, but are you going to? Are you gonna drop the mask? I guess if I have to. I, I kinda like it. I, I know. I know you do. I have dropped yeah, I stopped because the hassle aspect. And if it was if we weren't in Nebraska and people didn't side eye you for wearing a mask, even in the midst right. of everything. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I'd be more. I, you know what? Everyone gets to wear. I get to wear a black mask in public every day, everywhere I go. That's mm-hmm. okay. It's not amazing. I'll say that's an amazing turn on a horrible situation. That's a that's a, that's a silver lining. Uh, but America's weird. Yeah, yeah, it is difficult about everything. Waxed and vaxxed. That's that's what that's what I'll say. That's just a Tuesday. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Tuesdays are weird. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Okay. Uh, here's a short one. We're gonna react to some news, and also these these look like literal children, but also fake children that don't exist. They were made by machine learning. Um, oh. New Line's Evil Dead Rise adds young trio of cat trio to cast. Randy's editorial: <laughs> Evil Dead Rise is a thing. <laughs> I, what? <laughs> I had heard. I had heard there was something they were going to be doing something, not a remake or not like a, another reboot, but the franchise was going to continue. But I don't believe I'd heard anything consistent, like concrete. Uh, apparently, yeah. No, here it is. Evil Dead Rise, New Line being made by uh, over at New Line. Uh, Sam Raimi and Robert Tappert wrote the screenplay. Oh, oh, that's interesting that they wrote the screenplay. So they actually do have uh, more involvement in this than they did, say, the reboot. I know they produce. I know Sam Raimi produced it, and and like this, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are executive producing. I did not know that uh, Remy had a hand in the screenplay. Mm-hmm. So that kind of makes it a little bit more interesting. 
Um, oh, Paul says, good news. You will be able to review all future Marvel shows in real time. They will be airing on Wednesdays from now on. I I do like that actually. I mean, yeah, I like that. I like not having to wait a week because, like, when we're doing Wandavision, the internet, man, it's like the the Batman thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, three days, four days tops. You don't make it within that like the first, and, and sometimes even shorter. If you don't talk about a thing, and not even just for a podcast, just in life, if you don't talk about a thing within the first couple of days. Nobody cares anymore because it's been beaten to death. Mm-hmm. They've moved on. Yeah. I like it because uh, I'm not an old man yet or an old lady yet. And I got stuff to do on the weekends. I don't want to sit watching a freaking show on the weekend. I, I don't do that in the middle of the week. Get it over with. Right. Yeah, I do. Ha- I, I have been also enjoying, not that my weekends, I guess I, you know, whatever. I have been enjoying having a midweek thing. For sure. Right. It's nice to not have to cram everything on the weekend. Uh, let's see. It will be directed by... Oh, no, I'm wrong about the screenplay on this. Lee Cronin? I'm. Uh, the name doesn't strike a bell. He wrote the screenplay <laughs> and will be directing. He was handpicked by Sam Raimi. I, I, I misread that. That's okay. I see your comments there, Paul. <laughs> uh... Anyway, whatever. It's it's it revolves around the demons. Okay, so the new Evil Dead movie. It's it, they're getting out of the woods and they're going to the city, and it's going to tell a story of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh possessing demons. Mm-hmm. So okay. how are they going to do like tree assault if they're not in the woods? <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. you know, <laughs> um, shrubbery. <laughs> Spireas, man. And then here, I'll click over a picture. These are whatever. The, I, the actual story was like, here are three young actors going to be in the show. I don't know who they are. It's just not relevant to me. I was just like, oh, they're actually a lot further along in this new Evil Dead movie than I realized. So that's the whole story as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And they look. <laughs> She is a little girl, and also they mm-hmm. all look dead inside. <laughs> they, all, <laughs> God, they do. What are yeah. like? Those are the weirdest pictures. So those are pictures courtesy of uh, probably I don't know. They're acting people, but like those are the pictures they give out. Yeah, I mean, God, the one on the end looks like a Barbie doll. Like mm-hmm. it, her eyes don't even look real. There, there is a weird, uncanny valley thing going on even though they're supposed to be real pick people with all of them mm-hmm. uh they, they don't <laughs> yeah and then you've got slim <laughs> slim shady bieber in the middle right. yeah it's weird and they look like they're uh, nine yeah okay that's all, all weird right. um hopefully they're good yeah i i mean Melanie and I had went and seen the Evil Dead reboot, even though that is generally a thing no one should do. You don't have to don't do that. <laughs> right. Why? For what purpose, you know? Uh, it's already been done twice. <laughs> but we did go see it in the theater when it came out years ago, and I enjoyed it. It's not proper. It's not a proper <laughs> Evil Dead. It's not my Evil Dead. It's not yeah. my Evil Dead, but it did rain blood at the end, so yeah. that's kind of cool. That's, yeah, the, that's, the effects on that movie were flipping awesome especially knowing mm. that they were all practical 
which is insane. Right. And one final thing before Loki, Nicolas Cage, he lost his pig and he's trying to find his pig. Mm -hmm. You know what he should have had that pig in? What? A cage. (laughs) (laughs) How did we not see it? How did we not see it coming? Oh, man. Nick's cage, in fact. Yeah, so there's a new trailer for a movie called Pig, starring Nicolas Cage, which I was like, that's all I need to know. What? Nicolas Cage? I'm in. What? It's called Pig? I'm more in. So uh, the trailer, I feel like this is going to be a serious drama. It's going to be a serious drama and have a somber tone Mm -hmm. almost throughout the entire thing. I feel like maybe that's the weird angle they're going to be coming at where it's like, He's a the whole here's what as far as I know is Nicolas Cage's you said he's like a cook or something. Yeah, he was a chef. Yeah, but also like he has a truffle pig. And I don't Mm -hmm. know if he's also a truffle pig farmer or what, you know, but he's got a pig. I don't think I don't think he is. He lives alone in the in the forest in Oregon. I think he just just eats truffles with his pig. And that's about it. (laughs) This is a good life. And uh, and then his pig's gone. It kind of seems like. He maybe got attacked and then somebody stole the pig. Mm-hmm. Although I ran that section back a couple times and you don't really see much of anything except maybe like some light and air distortion. So maybe he doesn't even get attacked. I don't know. I'm not pretty sure it was uh, an explosion. Okay. that Yeah, that could be. Um, so is this the dark sequel to Babe? Yes, it is if you want it to be. <laughs> I'll and, do, pig. And, and, yeah. And Charlotte's Web. Um, yeah. What do you guys? What did you guys? What you guys think of this? Um, it looks interesting. I don't know. I don't know how they can. Maybe they can try and play it as a series. But uh, uh, but it's Nick Cage, and he looks pretty flipping crazy through the whole thing. So if if it's a serious drama, then everybody in there is going to be wigging out the whole time because he looks like a madman. Especially when he leaves the forest for the city and doesn't even wipe the blood off his face. You know, sitting in a super fancy restaurant all dirty and crusty demanding a pig it's you know (laughs) yeah what is that scenario i don't know you know i was an adult i'm sorry i know this isn't really on but it pertains to the story i didn't know that i had never had a truffle in before because i thought that chocolate truffles actually had truffles in them but they don't so i've never had a truffle they're lies they are lies the truffle is a lie Jesse, did you watch the trailer? What do you think of this? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's that such a weird like vibe because at the end you're like thinking, oh, well, this is like you know like the it'll fade to black and then some crazy action will happen or something. And it didn't go there. Like it didn't give you that piece that you would expect the trailer to because you think you know what's going on with the story. But mm-hmm. maybe maybe I don't it, have a clue. I don't know. Yeah, it hit yeah. like. It starts off like, okay, okay, this is not, it's not like, I don't know, whatever. It's got like somber music a little bit. He's just chilling with his pig. And then it goes like horror movie almost. I was like, wait, is this like a weird horror movie? And then it keeps going. I'm like, or, you know, uh, Melanie had mentioned it in, in our chat before the show. And also Paul right there, you know, John Wick with a pig. Um, it has a tone like it could go John Wick where he's, he's, you know. He's got to get his pig back. But I seen it credited or in the article that I come across where I first seen the trailer, they said it's a drama. 
Um, they didn't say mm-hmm. it was a thriller or action or horror or anything. They said it's a drama. So mm-hmm. I feel like the, the trailer is maybe misleading. But then again, trailer houses know how to sell a Nicolas Cage because they're yeah. just like, what right. is this? We'll make it seem scary. People like Nicolas Cage horror. And also, what it, uh, this movie's kind of like John Wick, Nicolas Cage, John Wick, but it's a pig. People would love that. So mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, trailer people, the trailer uh, editors yeah. know how to do that. Oh. They they even slid in with the uh, Academy Award winning. Yeah, they did. I, I noticed Cage. that. I was like, what? When was the last time you saw that? Mm-hmm. That And that's another thing that kind of makes me think they're going for drama. Yeah. Yeah, the because, font and everything. Yeah. <sighs> Nick Cage and dramas. Uh, I mean, it, it can work, but, it, you know. It's it's a little tougher than than horror and what weird stuff basically. Most of the time, they just they're comedies, <laughs> whether they intend to be or not. Not always, um, but yeah, Mandy and John Wick mm-hmm. combine those, and that's that's the movie I want, and that's not what this movie is going to be. But it's still a Nicolas Cage movie where he lost his pig. Yeah. <laughs> which makes it compelling right off the bat. Like mm-hmm. if you, if you need to be in on a pitch meeting, you're just like, so what do you have for me? All right. This guy loses his pick, mm-hmm. but it's Nicholas cage. Right. <laughs> do we need to say more? Yeah. I feel like if you've got Nicholas cage, you could probably pitch about anything and get some money for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like yeah. Nicolas Cage and uh, dog poker. <laughs> I'm in. Do I get to win the round of poker? <laughs> <laughs> What's my motivation? Oh, oh. I was not What's thinking the game of poker. I was thinking like someone who pokes dogs. That's what, <laughs> see, that's what the that's what the movie actually is. That's what. See, you pitch it as one thing, but then the movie you get, yeah, just him yeah. with a stick. <laughs> oh no! Uh, they used to call me the dog. Someone take that away from him. <laughs> uh, okay, so hey, you guys want to talk about uh, that, that that lovable scamp? Wait, which one? Nick Cage or Loki? <laughs> <laughs> Same difference. Imagine. Oh. I know everybody He's loves Tom Hiddleston. my glorious purpose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe, you know what? I that thought, it wasn't even out my mouth, but I take it back already. <laughs> I was going to say, that'd be amazing casting. I know everybody loves Tom Hiddleston, but now that Jesse... Yeah, you give me a taste of what it would actually be like. Yeah, never mind. You you think you think it would be, but it would it'd be more like what I just did. Yeah. It'd be exactly like what you just did. <laughs> are are we gonna go spoilery on this? Because I don't know how to talk about it without going spoilery. Okay. Uh, I mean, we shouldn't spoil how it like the literal last scene. Okay, Melanie. Yes. The big reveal this episode. What about it? Don't say it. Okay, I'll try not to. That'll be the main thing, the main potential spoiler. And maybe we'll talk about it at the very end, because I think it's worth mentioning. We're not supposed to, though. But okay. No, we're not supposed to right away. That way people who haven't watched the show yet can still hear some of our conversation and not have to turn the podcast off right now. 
Right. And then we'll I give them see. a warning and then they can turn the podcast off. Okay. That works. After they go to grogspodcast.com slash humble and check out a humble bundle. We're a humble partner. That's an affiliate link right there. Go get mm -hmm. yourself some games or something. Yeah. Get <laughs> some games, help some charities, and uh and also the Grolix podcast. Win win win. Yeah. Or you know what? You don't want to do you don't want to do none of that? You're a Grinch and you don't like games? Uh, patreon.com slash Grolix podcast. G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast.com. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, wait. They don't have to They don't have to stop listening yet. I don't need to pimp at him yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Psh, Paul, that's, that's the only thing Loki's good for. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> so... Loki's episode two. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, he's 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 on the team now. He's just he's just he's got a desk. Actually, that wasn't his desk though, was it? He was using it. He was using it, but I feel like it was. Seemed well, like the it was, one guy has his own not. office. I don't know. He the one guy has his jet ski magazine there. Uh, Owen mm -hmm. Owen Wilson. Mm -hmm. Um. So I Mobius, feel like maybe yeah. that was his desk, but. Yeah. It's kind of disorienting because we jump in at the beginning of the episode and he's like there in his suit doing a job or training. He's training and uh, mm -hmm. talking to a cartoon AI character. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's, that's very Miss strange. Minutes or? Yeah, Miss Minutes. Um, that's Tara Strong, by the way. That's why she even came up recently, uh, speaking of Harley Quinn. But what do you guys think of this episode in general? Did you like it? Yeah, I did. I thought it was real good. Um, I loved the bit where they um, they talked about the other Lokis. And I think they said perhaps that he was like the most uh, common variant or something that they'd ever that, you know, they'd had to chase more of his variants than anybody else. And then they showed pictures of them and they're all like weird. I mean, some of them, I'm sure, looked like him. But, you know, there's one that's kind of Hulk like. He's like big and green right. and, and stuff. And, you know, they're all a little different. And I thought that was fun. Um, it makes me want to ask a lot of questions about how their timeline thing works, because why are there so many variations if they're trying to keep everything so, you know, pure to the to the right timeline? But uh, right. Some of those variations would indicate that there are already large branches uh, right. that started early um, because. Well, some of them like there is a blue one, which is he came from the ice giants or whatever, right? So, okay, I don't know how I I, I was curious how that whole thing worked with his genetics anyway, but who know who cares? He's an albino. Is he an albino ice giant? That makes sense to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the, the the obvious interest, like visually, the most different one was the big hulky one. Mm -hmm. Right. Um Yeah, I wonder why 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 so many variants of him, you think? Just because because the show happens to be Loki. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. And he's supposed to be the god of mischiefs and and he's got I mean not all of them, but a lot of them have superpowers that would help them escape, like being able to um uh shape shapeshift basically and um what is that little? He, he can teleport, I think. At least the the current Loki. He can they, sometimes. Yeah, they can do magical things that would help them 
in in escaping. So I'm assuming that has something to do with it. Paul asks, like, did Loki get hit with the gamma rays instead of Banner? I think that's actually kind of the popular uh, opinion theory that I've heard is like, huh. yeah, it's probably like Hulk Loki where, yeah, mm-hmm. everyone, uh, everyone in some universe has gotten hit with it and is a, a Hulk version of that person. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they spend a lot of time in the library in this episode, which I found kind of interesting. Um this episode was I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say it was it was more talky. It was kind of I don't want to say exposition episode, but it was procedural. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um and I forget how ridiculous and kind of sniveling Loki is as a character because we we he bounces between like being legitimately like not a terrible villain to being kind of a crap villain and being sniveling because he just, he's not good. He can't get, he can't do anything really correctly. I, uh, I'd seen some review earlier today where they're like, for whoever was reviewing it, I don't remember what it was. They're like the, the, the show for drops the ball on the drama, but it does its best with the comedy. And for me, it's kind of the opposite. I feel like when it really goes hard comedy where it's like Loki's just being a goofball. I mean, I like kind of a, a, a smart a Loki, but where it's mm-hmm. him, where he's obviously stalling for time and just being ridiculous. Uh-huh. That's kind of my least favorite stuff right? yeah. where he's playing the buffoon but it's that version of the buffoon that thinks he's smarter than everyone. Mm-hmm. That's okay to a point. And we kind of got a lot of that at the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. Very Matt Smith, Dr. Who. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I didn't like this episode as much as I enjoyed the first episode, but I didn't dislike it. And even though this whole like timeline thing, it's like, you know, whatever they make the writers, I mean, make the rules so they can exp- work them however they want. Right. But the stuff like Loki discovers some things about like how, you know, it kind of operates and how maybe the mm-hmm. variants doing some things mm-hmm. that I, I thought seemed clever. And of course, like I said, mm-hmm. whatever the writer, it's not really that clever because the writers are like, here's what happens and here's how it works. So they, they know how it works. Right. But I liked that explanation Mm-hmm. And that's a fun kind of exploration of th- what they've set up. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it also. And I think it makes sense. Um, and what fun places to go explore in the show, you know, right. I don't, I don't really want to spend a lot of time going to like boring places where nothing's happening. I want to go to some exciting stuff, which all of those places would be for the most part. Is that whole thing too spoilery to really elaborate on, you think? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Okay, well, we can wait. All I'm saying is if you're going to go and try to, like, disturb a timeline, letting some goats out of a cage and then just yelling like a crazy man isn't necessarily, I feel, the most effective thing. (laughs) Right. I was during that scene where they're trying to disrupt the timeline to to test a theory. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's it? Like, you're Loki. That's the best you could come up with? Like, hey, blah, 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 I'm from the future. Oh, <laughs> your cart full of goats are for free. Oh, it's like, dude, you're Loki. 
Yeah. That's your mischief? Yeah. No they, you they've suck, never man. seen a drunk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, they didn't know. They've never like, encountered. Oh, yeah. Let's with a pay attention to this guy. <laughs> right. He's yeah, but. The volcano's exploding. But 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 also you know you got to think consider the time frame. I mean, for us now we'd be like, but back then they'd be like, this guy just destroyed my livelihood. What the heck, you know? Uh, so it might have been a bigger deal at that time. I would imagine. I'm not saying it's not a little drama worthy, but mm-hmm. disrupting entire the, the timeline. I yeah, yeah, know. right. I guess it depends how sensitive their instruments are. Like this person was, you know. This person was supposed to turn left, and he turned right to stare at the man that was on the back of the cart. Yeah, I don't think it's that. <laughs> uh, I think it's like the end result, maybe. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Not to say like small things, because it's the whole speaking of Doctor Who, like the left turn or yeah, right, right turn, whichever, whatever it is, where it's just like an completely a completely different timeline, basically, from deciding <laughs> to go this way instead of that way, mm-hmm. but. Also, they they were there thirty seconds. Like, mm-hmm. maybe give it a day. Like, see what kind of like time frame you have there. Right. Right. And I just wanted to. I think it was confirmed more this time. The reset uh, devices or whatever that they use yes. basically just dissolve that whole branch of the timeline, and that makes the first episode part with the little the little kid in the uh, church. A lot more, you know, hard <laughs> on your yeah, heart. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. We, I suspected so. We suspected so, but it is confirmed that it, yeah, basically just disint- disintegrates that timeline. So it's like, yeah. you guys are horrible murderers. <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah. Uh, I feel like there's, they're setting up doubt, more doubt as to who the time, what are they called? The time. Not the Time Lords. The or, no. The, Loki refers to them as the lizards or whatever. Yeah, time lizards, the time keepers, whoever they are. If as to one, if they're real, or two, like, I mean, where are they? What are they doing? Are they mm-hmm. really doing stuff? Are they really mm-hmm. round? Like, yeah. And, I feel like it's setting up, it's seeding doubts mm-hmm. into like you know right. Wilson's character and stuff, but also it, us as viewers. Yeah, not that we. I don't need any help. I don't like them already, but. I was, I'm not a Marvel person. I'm not really a much of a superhero person in general for the most part, but especially Marvel is these are new characters, right? This isn't something that's already established in, uh, in the Marvel universe. Um, I don't know enough about, I mean, like I know that there's the cosmic beings mm-hmm. have been established. Um, but I, they were like, <laughs> they were more like on the nose, like this is the entity known as present day. This is the <laughs> this is the entity known as then, mm. and this is the one known as now. Or <laughs> you know, like as just mm-hmm. blatant as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen there are speculation that in, uh, Infinity. I think Infinity Gauntlet is where we last saw those cosmic entities trying mm-hmm. to take down uh, Thanos. Ah. I know there was, we've seen speculation about at least one of the characters, one of the the cartoon depictions of them looks like this other character from the Marvel Universe. So I think that's when we were like 
So are they not their own already established characters? If people are speculating as to, we think that's actually this character, you know? Uh, but it seems like everybody's speculating a lot. Everybody wants everyone to be Mephisto for some reason and stuff like that. Even still, it still yeah. happens. Yeah. Even though they've like confirmed. Yeah, because you mentioned it last week, Jesse, that people are already all about it. But it's right. already like the show writers have confirmed like the the red, the whatever that stained glass picture mm-hmm. that the little girl refers to in the first episode. Like, the, I mean, the character happens that. Yeah, sure. That image happens to be red, but that's no, that wasn't Mephisto. That's not what we're going for. So there's at this point, they're just like, no, right. no. <laughs> yeah. Paul says the Ren Fair lady looked like a young Agatha. Mm-hmm. Agatha, Har- Agatha Harkness, maybe that'd be f- interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that uh, I was not like a not sad about or whatever, but we got to go into the future, but it was like barely in the future, and it was kind of lame. I wish they would do a little more futurey future stuff that wasn't at the. And I don't, I don't, I just assume that the um, the Time Bureau place is set in the future but that's you know weird and and not like earth it doesn't seem like i want to see some earth future some some crazy stuff i want to see some back to the future flying cars and stuff you know the time bureau seems like it's like an outside of time right pocket universe thing or something yeah they're kind of it does suck because yeah yeah we go to 2050 alabama Mm -hmm. specifically i think uh-huh. And and you had said earlier in the episode, you're like, are the you think they're ever, ever going to go to the future? And I was like, I don't know. They kind of did it smart, but also it is disappointing because they go during a horrible storm at night. So you see literally nothing except like water and the location they're going to. Mm-hmm. And that's a clever way to get around like, well, what does the future look like? Doesn't matter. There's a hurricane. You're not going to see it anyway. So get in that store. And it's yeah. kind of a, like an Amazon slash uh, Costco mm-hmm. looking place. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty stripped down even in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, so their ver- version of the future is like, well, box stores and Amazon combine. <laughs> right. That's just where everyone lives and shops at. A little minor commentary there, I think, but mm-hmm. I think they were referencing uh, Roxxon is uh, like a energy company in uh, the mm-hmm. Marvel universe. Yeah, um, yeah, and they're kind of like that staple for the corrupt uh, corporation kind of thing, right? So, yeah, Roxcart had to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um. Yeah, I don't know. This episode was it was more procedural, like you said, and it was a lot of. Um, I feel like we almost got the same character arc out of Loki again, mm-hmm. as we did the first episode. Right. He kind of defaulted to his not particularly good at trying to be, you know, a mm-hmm. con man or whatever. Right. Um, but we learned more stuff about a little bit about how this how things operate. Mm-hmm. And we learned a bit about the variant that they're after. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we really get into it, this variant, you think you think they're evil? 
or or maybe not evil, but you think because it, it, the first episode sets them up as like basically just kind of a murderer, just a uh-huh. a murderer, like just a serial killer going from timeline to timeline. Uh, apparently, though, only killing time bureau people, maybe. Right. Which is my my whole take on it. I, maybe she's a murderer, but the variant uh, is only killing people that, like we were talking talking about earlier, murder people constantly. Like that's their job is to go and just kill all these people uh, in this timeline that now will never exist. You know, because of them. So taking a couple of them people out, you know, if you're looking at death count, she's. Er, you are. That's the second time you've said it. You've already spoiled it. I know. I'm okay. Sorry. Listen for future reference, listeners. If there's a thing that can be spoiled and we're talking about it, just assume Melanie's going to spoil it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I it's just. Okay. It's okay. My brain is not careful. <laughs> that's all right. It's not a big deal. And listen, everybody knows yeah. if they've gotten this far, almost an hour into this episode. Mm-hmm. they've already watched the show or they're not going to watch it. So <laughs> they don't care. Right. We just try to be good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, by she, she meant the little girl from the salt shakers. Y- yeah. What is that? I don't, I've said, I don't have no idea. <laughs> uh, with the dog biting her butt. Oh, the Wharton salt thing. Yeah. Oh. Why is that like when I hear she, that's what pops in my head. Why is that my go to? I think you might have some weird childhood trauma or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> we went salty, but in a different direction. Yep. <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, anyway, it's Black Widow. No. Oh. I, I don't know who, I don't know the actress, and she doesn't, I mean, they don't have to look similar but she doesn't look like the current loki that we know at all to me right so i don't know okay yeah so there's the big thing is yeah although they still in my mind i think it confirms yeah it's loki it's a female version of loki but it's Mm -hmm. loki because she's sporting his horn crown that that he sometimes has um but they technically didn't didn't she didn't expressly say he refers to her as loki Mm -hmm. when she is inhabiting another body which by the way her power set way cooler than his like he's got illusions woo and even though he's very particular about classifying different illusions she can possess people and jump from body to body that way Mm -hmm. that while still doing stuff in her own body that's amazing power right and that it makes her kind of scary. Um, that's how you watch a movie and play on your computer at the same time. <laughs> that's right. Man. Think of all the reviews and stuff I could do. Yeah. Uh, but she, he refers to her as Loki while she's in somebody else's body before she, he's seen her proper. Mm. And, you know, she even says like, don't, don't even call, call me that. that. Don't yeah. refer to mm-hmm. me as that. Yeah. Um, but it seems so obvious that it is that I don't feel like they're going to do a weird mm-hmm. double cross. But I bet the people, I haven't really watched anything about it, 
But I bet people are freaking out because they're like, everyone's a woman now. Doctor Who, now Loki, SJW, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was wondering, Jesse, oddly enough, you're usually more tuned into that drama than I am. Uh, anybody complaining? Uh, basically, what I've heard is that, uh, or, or the argument, where the argument is coming from, is that it's a forced gender identity thing into their program. Like, yeah, it's oh, of forced into your purview by by the story. But other than that, you know, it's not forced. Yeah. Who do these people think they are thinking women exist in the world and make up more than half of the population? Doesn't mean yeah. we have to watch entertainment with them in it. <laughs> Unless they got their boobs out. Is that wait? Is that how those people talk? I don't. I feel like it's not. I feel like I <laughs> yeah, just. I wrongly, don't know. I don't know about that cadence. That, that I wrongly <laughs> slandered a group just. of people that are like. To be fair, it's usually not the. I don't know. I don't, you know what? I'm just not going to do the accent anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> let's not offend. Let's only offend a few people if we can. Not all. Yeah. To be fair, anytime I come across those guys on YouTube that I'm always, you know, the the angry white guys who are complaining about SGWs, they don't usually have that kind of accent. It's either very standard, what I consider standard, but I'm Midwest, so I guess Midwest or British. What's with yeah. you, Brits? Mm. <laughs> when did you get so American? Stop it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not right either. Uh, anyway, Paul says, how is it forced? There has been a female Loki in the comics, wackadoos. Yeah, well, that comic, those comics, something, same argument. Did I derail this hard enough yet? <laughs> nope. Now I did. Okay. Do you guys think she's the true villain? No, I think that I think the Time Bureau or whatever it's called is the villain, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, there's something going on there that they're hinting. They keep questioning, you know, was it the time conduits or the time, mm-hmm. whatever they are? Uh, like, are they even real? Mm-hmm. And no one has like this definitive answer because no one's ever seen them. Well, I think it, part, you know, it's Loki's character. Part of it is he's the goddess of mischief, the god of mischief, and such. Um, and you trying to like control everything is wrong. I mean, and and for him, it's like the worst possible thing is them trying to control everything that he does. Oops, I'm sorry, trying to control everything that he does, and that's you know that he's just an amplification of the things that are wrong uh, with what they're doing. In my opinion, you can't you can't take away people's free will. And and things like that, you know? Yeah, especially Loki, because he's clearly winging everything. Uh, and now that I think about it, yeah. he is, I guess, the way, like, essentially, when you get, he posters, he po- he's got, he does a lot of posturing, but it's that, the, the sniveling personality that I mentioned earlier that I don't like, mm-hmm. I feel like is actually probably his more true, more true character and is actually, now that I think about it, a good representation of like mischief, a mischief god, because he's just winging it. Like he says he's super smart and he's got all these plans and blah, blah, blah. 
dude, he doesn't know what he's doing from moment to moment. Like right. he's just going with it. And I guess, and I don't know if they're thinking about that or not, but uh, yeah, that really ties into the free will thing of like, uh-huh. he's not going by, he's, he's not even going by his own plans. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to go by anybody else's plans. That's exactly it. I think even, even, uh, you know, when he's misbehaving and he says he wants power, I don't think he wants power ever. I think he just wants to not, have other people ruling over him and that's it really he just doesn't know know what it is that he wants he thinks he wants to rule he doesn't he just wants them not to rule over him he wants to be free or whatever that's my take on it okay well overall i'd say even though i didn't like i didn't enjoy i enjoyed the episode it wasn't i wasn't as on board or as invested as i was the first episode also Weird use of the song at the beginning. Um, the, yeah, the, uh, was it looking for a hero? Which, especially I, after seeing it done so well with the He Man trailer that we talked about, I think last week. right. And again, it it's so funny because really the scene that I most associate that song with now is Thor Ragnarok, the battle on the Rainbow Bridge. Oh yes, right. Which is I in. It was intriguing, the them referencing Ragnarok and whatever. And it's like, well, I wonder if they're going to maybe try to... Anyway. But the funny thing about that is that's not even the scene from the movie. In the movie, it's Led Zeppelin, which is arguably more awesome. But, man, internet memes. Um, mm-hmm. but, but it's a weird use for it because, I don't know, it seemed not fitting. And Melanie's like, well, maybe they're looking for a hero. But that wasn't even necessarily the case either. They're looking for someone to torture some information out of, apparently. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, it is definitely a show where after the episode's over, I'm like, I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait another week. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm excited, though. I'm excited to see where it goes. It could go, could be anywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I am surprised by how quickly that, that pivots the show, potentially. You know, because mm-hmm. it, it seemed like it was going in a certain direction. And now mm-hmm. it's like, whoop, oh, this yeah. means even more branches. This means, you know. Yeah. 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 I did like that. I did like at least that sense of like, oh, suddenly everything's out of control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And not not even just that, that and also Loki's de- decision at the very right. end. Right. It, it's going to change the dynamic of, of things a lot, too. Um and uh, yeah, he. I'm sure he did just wing it, but eh. that, that also seemed like an uh, invitation to let yeah. that door hang open for so long, mm-hmm. and it closed right after it. I, I think I think she wanted him to follow her. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, it is. Um. Okay. There we go. Ooh. Hey, Melanie. Yeah. What should we be amazed about? I think today. I was trying to decide between two, but I'll go with, um, okay. Astronomers discovered the largest known spinning structures in the universe. Um, there are, I think I've talked about before how there are tendrils, uh, in that bring like cool gases into older galaxies to keep them, uh, forming stars. So, Mm -hmm. which is amazing in itself, but those, and they're huge, you know, giant, things so the, out in the, the out in the universe the but. universe has central heating and cooling yeah, and well gas. or perhaps a circulatory system but um but these giant things that are you know they have millions of galaxies in them are rotating not all of them but 
at least some of them for sure. Um, and they didn't expect that at all because they're, why would they? But they do. And so they're trying to come up with some theories of why that would be. Um, and it's and it's just another fascinating part of what we don't know. So when you say structures, are you talking like, say there's like a, a cluster of galaxies? Yes. And it all rotates together, making yeah. that kind of a structure of sorts? Is that what you're yeah, talking about? Yes, that's exactly right. So the, like the galaxies inside rotate they're by themselves, but all together, they all rotate in the same pattern around in, inside of these larger clumps. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very interesting. I don't know if I like it. I mean, I like the story. It's interesting, but I don't know if I like It's really the tendril thing. It's like Mm -hmm. we're just, I get that we're like not even microscopic in the scheme of things. But Uh then to like think of, well, we're just not even microscopic within an invisible cell of a larger being Mm -hmm. bugs me kind of in a way. Well, it shouldn't. I mean, look. Makes me dizzy, like trying to think about how all those different spinning things, like starting at the just the base level of our planet spins, but -hmm. it also rotates around the sun. And then Mm -hmm. that's part of a galaxy, and that galaxy spins. And then that's, yeah. But you got to start smaller because the electrons spin around the neutron and the atom, and all of our cells are not even entirely us. So we're not the one thing, you know? We're. We're bunches of little bitty things all swirling together and we're part of a bigger one. So yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's not even a carousel. It's a carousel on another carousel. It's multiple carousels on another carousel on a gyroscope on a <laughs> ju- pun- ju- bungee cord on a <laughs> oh, gravitron. No. I'm going to need Dramamine for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's good stuff. It uh, let's just to wrap wrap it back around mm-hmm. reminds me of uh, one of my favorite little bits from the Ninth Doctor period of the Doctor Who show when mm-hmm. he's talking about being on you know Earth that's spinning it this fast and traveling around the sun at this oh, fast yeah. and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And he, I mean, it's, it's such an interesting idea that they've never really touch on again. It's like, and he feels it. He feels every whatever. That'd be horrible. <laughs> right. Yeah. To feel the speed at which you're traveling standing there on a planet. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, anything else? Jesse, you got anything exciting coming up? Not, not that it's coming to mind. No. All right. Uh, me, me either. Oh, I, I believe <laughs> it's been a lot of that tonight. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I will be recording something with one Mr. Matty D here soon. Uh, I don't know when that will be available for listening, so I won't uh, won't go too much into it just yet. But yeah, something Batman-related. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it has to do with the 60s. So that's it. Um, yes? Uh, no, I was just going to ask, Jesse, if you're still destroying boxes. Are you uh, still destroying boxes? I haven't destroyed anything new except for, yeah, we talked about it last time mm-hmm. where it was like the least imaginative way. And it, oh, no, that's for, the best. Also. It was like it's such a throwaway. So forced. Yeah. Yeah. And also more shocking to some because yeah. like, ah, you did that for no reason. Yeah. There's no lead up or nothing. 
Yeah. So I haven't really done anything new, uh, but I'm also trying to, uh, it's hard to not try to outdo yourself kind of thing. Right. It's like, right. Well, last one I did this, which was why it's kind of nice to soullessly just crush a box because it's like, right. oh, reset. So he's going to be dropping houses on boxes soon. Ooh, that's a great idea. I need a. I need to like. No, I don't. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> I need to have First, like a houses, house. and then houses with families inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people will be like, like oh, a, that box, <laughs> bag full of uh, Monopoly houses, and just be like, boom. <laughs> Viewer slash listener, if you're very confused right now, Jesse has been uh, trolling people of TikTok by uh, trolling <laughs> action figure and toy collector people of TikTok specifically yeah. by destroying these wonderfully mint boxes that the figures yeah. come in. <laughs> you, first off, you remove the toys from the box. That's a no-no. Yeah. And then you destroy the box. Right. And you're making The first one, I, all I said in the first one was I throw them away. <laughs> oh, that's, that's all I said. Yeah, that's all I said in the first one, and that blew up. Like that's that's probably my most uh, views and likes and comments on it on a single video. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then from there, it got more extreme because I was like, "Well, this blew up. I guess I got to do this again." And so mm-hmm. then, yeah, yeah, went into the full-on destruction mode. Mm-hmm. Where hey. If they want to see some of those, where do they where do they find you at? How do they find you? Hey, at? you know, it's a real familiar uh, it's a real familiar handle, and you just go to at <laughs> nerdsounds.com. You spell all of it out, even the dot, mm-hmm. and you'll find me. Oh wow! Look at that. <laughs> what happened? What was that? I see something weird flash on the screen. I don't know what that was. Wow! Glitch in the matrix. Did you guys go somewhere for a moment? Um, all right. Well, hey, if you want to find more of this show, we might not be destroying boxes, but we are throwing salt. Ruining plots. We're ruining (laughs) plots. And we're destroying (laughs) your expectations for a show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or not. You know what? You you could use some spoilers, people. Get those expectations in check. Mm-hmm. If you know what to expect, you can't be outraged when when what you thought was going to happen doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hey, yeah, hear more of that at GrawlixPodcast.com. It's G-R-A-W-L-I-X Podcast.com. We're also on all the social media. I'll be honest, I haven't been posting too much to like any social media, but we're there. Maybe we'll start again. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll just go and like share all of Jesse's TikToks. Mm-hmm. That's a thing that we could do. So, uh, that's it, I guess. Bye, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, have a great weekend. Mm-hmm. And d- d- don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs>Thank you for listening to Grolix Nights, the Grolix Podcast live show. Be sure to check out our weekly live streams available at grolixpodcast.com slash live. Currently, we stream Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For links, once again, go to grolixpodcast.com slash live.
had to. We had to. Come on. You it's not every it's not every day you get a story like that. <laughs>